Thank you for pulling into the Hope Station. I am your host, Diane Bells. The Hope Station is a place to hear amazing interviews, great transformational stories, and learn about the power of faith and hope to change your life. A podcast that proves living purposefully is possible. Are you ready for your own transformational story? Do you want to turn a new chapter in your life or career? There's hope. Schedule a free consult call with me to stop feeling hopeless and gain the hope you need to have the life you deserve. Information of how to schedule that appointment is in the show notes. You can also connect with me through my website, Diane Bells, uh, D-I-A-N-E-B-E-L-Z.com. Are you ready for another great interview? Hello, and welcome to the Hope Station podcast. I am your host, Diane Bells. This episode officially marks my one-year anniversary of podcasting. 52 episodes delivering hope through 39 remarkable heroes and their stories. And 13 episodes of me speaking on topics that are important in bringing hope. I'm really excited to reach this milestone and thank you for all of my listeners who have supported me, who have encouraged me, and who have helped me get over this finish line. (laughs) Ah, Hopefully these podcasts have been helping others bring hope and helping people be converted to the power of hope. Why I call my guests heroes is because each one of them has an amazing story of transformation, or today I'm going to call them their conversion stories. They rose from the depths of despair and pain, from challenges and problems that appeared to even to me as I'm listening insurmountable. But something happened that allowed them to step out of the darkness and now to bring light, hope, and truth, not only to our conversation, but to everything that they're doing in their lives. They took control of the directions their lives were going from drug addiction, from amazing amount of physical, uh, challenges, sicknesses, just wanting to give up, moving out of a life of crying into something that is just amazing. They change their story. They change their lives. So over the next four weeks, I'll be diving into what I believe are the characteristics that gave my guests these superhuman powers to have their conversion stories. They had power to battle what they were going through and now have landed safely on the other side. And they're bringing others over. Come on over. Come on over to this side, to the converted side, to the hopeful side. And I love that they're stepping into that space and giving other people hope. Last week, episode number 51, I spoke about forgiveness. 
I believe forgiveness is a superhuman power because it's not always easy, that's for sure. Doesn't feel natural. Seems almost contradictory to our human psyche of we should be forgiving people. And I believe when you become a forgiver, you're also a hero. Because forgiving set them free and has allowed them to have this wonderful conversion story that they can now set others free. Today, the topic, that superpower is faith. Why faith? Each one of my guests were converted through an act of faith. To make the point of how important faith is to my hero's journeys, I want to first explain why that point of conversion, why they converted, was so essential to the faith journey. So I'm going to use Mr. Webster's dictionary to help me go through this process. So the first definition I'm going to use for convert is to bring over from one belief or view to another. See, they believed they were hopeless. They believed they couldn't be healed. They believed they couldn't live a productive life. And some believed that their life wasn't even worth living. To get them where they are today, they had to move from one place, one way of being, one way of believing to another. That is, they became a convert. To escape uh, the pain, to transform their lives, they had to start believing something different. And they had to start having faith in something greater than themselves. They had to start having faith in something greater than themselves. Tammy Deering, who is a dear friend, and I am just a big supporter of everything that she's doing. She was having faith in experts to heal her painful psoriasis, to heal her fibromyalgia, to heal just the suffering that she was going through. Until... These experts wanted to stick needles into her scalp because that's how bad the psoriasis was. She decided that she needed to start believing in something else. She converted from one way of believing that this is the only way, because that's what the experts were telling her, that there had to be a different way, a better way, maybe a non-invasive way, a healthier way to heal. And that belief moved her to finding through the grace of God and his direction to discover the better way. This is like a discovery process. I love when she talks about it. it was like God and her were working together to find solutions to heal. He told her there are natural ways to heal and I want to show them to you. So she became a partner with God in this process to heal others with the same challenges that she was going in. And now Tammy's healed and she is healing others. What change? She converted to a different way of thinking, of believing. And now she has a deeper 
faith in God and what he's capable of because he's brought her over one from one place to another and there's no places he wants her to to bring her to and her faith is taking her there even when she can't see what those other places are Tammy had shared with me recently someone because she does skin care products through Dead Sea Salt there was a woman, an African-American woman who was burnt and her face was all discolored. And from using Tammy's products, she has now restored the pigment in her face. Her daughter shows an example of her using this chemical, not chemical, this uh, essential oil at full strength that actually burned her face. She was using her mom's mud mask and it is healed. So this is the power of other people are being healed because Tammy went and converted from one way of believing that there was the only way to heal to another way to heal, and that's naturally. So the second way that my guests converted is they change from one form or function to another. And most of them move from one type of career or role into another. Star Lotus is a perfect example of that. Star was broken from drug abuse and addiction. To get her through her painful times, to convert her life from drug user to being set free, she set herself a goal of being one year free. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to prove to herself she could get one use without one year without using. And to help her through that time, she utilized a gift that she had one thing that she was doing before and that was writing writing every day to get her to her goal so she had a different career in sales in marketing that's what she was doing but what happened is that writing changed her story from abuser to drug free writing has also changed her career star has helped 24 writers through her publishing company reach bestseller status on Amazon. So here is a former drug user, someone who was struggling, who decided that she was going to change her function from what she was doing before into something much more purposeful. She was taking all that she learned in the dark times to bring light to others who now have a brighter future because of her helping them reach bestseller status. How fabulous is that? The third definition for convert is to alter for more effective utilization. So my guest, Jay Halim, was a drug dealer and convicted felon. Jay Halim was desperate to pay bills, keep his apartment, and keep his car. What he was very good at was selling. <laughs> so he was using one thing that he was very effective at and now using it for something different. See, Jay wanted to support his family and his reliance on himself and the old ways of providing wasn't working. He had a felon status, which meant he wasn't able to get higher paying jobs. He had to do something different. 
he had to use what he had in a different way, a more effective way. And he converted because several people of faith spoke into his life. By others showing that they had faith in him, faith that there was a different way that he could be leading his life, faith that there was a better way, and that way was God's way of doing life. Jay is now a successful business owner and business coach. When he stopped selling drugs, he started selling hope. He's working with other inner city individuals who want to have a better, brighter life. And that is through entrepreneurship and teaching them how to do things the right way. What makes his story so powerful is that he was doing it the wrong way. And he is very open about the consequences of those decisions that he made that he said he wanted the easier way and not the harder way to do like to learn how to earn a living. He can now show them a better way. He's a perfect example for that. He's now effectively utilizing the skills, his story, his past, and his present to help others. So what happens is their brokenness and pain became their superpower. Their hopelessness became their strength. Because in that state of hopelessness, they were willing to convert to something different. And my feeling is that should give hope to you. No matter where you are in life, you can be a superhero as well. I know it gives me hope to use my pain, my struggles, my successes, and my failures for a purpose to do something with all of that and convert it into something much more purposeful. So how does convert, being a convert, tying to faith? Well, faith is an act of conversion. My guests move from one way of believing, one way of doing life, one way of functioning, one way of being, and utilize faith to do something different. They couldn't have done it without faith because the definition of faith, and this is from Hebrews 11.1, to have faith is to be sure of things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. Star and Tammy could not see their recovery. All three of them, Jay, Star, and Tammy could not see their success. They could not see the impact their lives and stories would have on anybody else. They had faith that allowed them to hope for for their recovery and success, even when they could not see it. It looked absolutely impossible. Tammy was suffering for years. Star was struggling for years. Jay was struggling for years. How? could they step out of where they were? How could they convert to one way of living to another if they didn't have faith? I am amazed by people's faith, aren't you? It's amazing. We need faith to do simple things. And then we need greater faith to do amazing things. 
And with each one of my guests, I'm seeing their faith, bro, has led them to greater things. They got through the hard things, and now they have faith that they're going to do greater things. We all have faith. You just might call it something different. So I'm just going to share with you this crazy example. I want to have faith in my car for a safe journey to North Carolina for a vacation next week. My car has 150,000 miles on it. It was my husband's vehicle. He took great care of it. He loved it. And every time I get in there, I just feel like he's with me. So I need to have faith that my car is going to get me there and back safely. So something put my faith in my car to a test when I had an oil change. The mechanic had said that my brakes needed to be replaced. But see, I want to have faith in my brakes. <laughs> my brake that don't get me there and back because the cost of getting new brakes is a thousand dollars. So what am I going to have faith in? Am I going to have faith in my mechanic? He's no, I don't know him. Do I have faith in myself? Like I'm just going to pray my way to North Carolina back. That could be done, but maybe that's not the way I should be doing it. Do I have faith in my brakes? So what do brakes have to do with faith? My feeling is everything. Do you tailgate? Do you know someone who tailgates? Have you seen people tailgating? <laughs> yeah, those people that drive up real close to the car in front of you, it's almost like they're attached. Oh, can't stand driving with people who drive like that. It makes me so nervous. I have no faith in that. And I don't have faith in their brakes either. But if you're someone who does that, then you're a brake believer. You believe in your brakes. You believe that when you're driving that close to someone, that if they stop suddenly, your brakes are going to work and you're not going to ram into the back of them. Because if you do, by insurance purposes, it's your fault. There's nothing that you did. Tailgating is having a lot of faith in brakes. I see people weaving in and out of traffic. They have to have faith in their brakes to do that, right? Because if they have to stop suddenly or someone moves into the other lane that they're trying to get into, they have to have faith in their brakes. So what I realize is I'm really not a brake believer. <laughs> I opted to get my brakes fixed. But before I did that, I called someone who I do believe. And that is someone who I had faith in. And I'll talk to you a little bit about that in a second. So I'm such a non-believer in my brakes and how well it could work for 2,000 miles for this trip that I'm actually skipping my golf game this week to get it done before my journey north. So why am I attaching that faith? See, it's something silly, but I want you just to think of all the things you have faith in. I was talking to my sister, and she says, yeah, we have faith that when we flick the light switch, we're not going to get electrocuted. We have faith that when I walk outside in the heat of Florida, that when I walk back in, my air conditioning's working. 
my daughter-in-law told me that her air conditioning wasn't working for a couple of days. I love this story. When they finally got someone to come out and look at it, this is just perfect. There was a snake in there and the snake got fried <laughs> and it short-circuited the air conditioning system. We have faith when we turn on the water spigot that it will water will run out. We have faith that when we throw something up in the air, it's going to come back down, right? We have faith that we're we're going to stay on this ground, even though gravity sometimes that that is faith alone. Especially when you look at the globe. From where I'm at, I actually should be <laughs> leaning over and not falling into the gulf. So I want to define faith as well. Faith is an allegiance to a duty or a person. So we're having faith in something. We have an allegiance, a dedication, a belief in that person. Now, I pledge allegiance to the flag. I have a duty to that. So back to my breaks. When I lived in New Jersey, I had total allegiance to my buddy and Joe's bestie, Chip, who has a dealership. That's where we bought our car, and that's where we've had our car service forever. So if he told me I needed new brakes, I would not have hesitated for a second or questioned him. I wouldn't bargain with him. I wouldn't have asked him. I wouldn't have been in doubt. I would have said, let's get that schedule and get it done. So what I did, it was I called this dealership and I called the service department there and I asked them, when was the last time I had new brakes? And this gentleman, what a great service department. I'll have to remember to tell Chip that, that they, he went back in my records and he said, well, from where you were before and the last time you had it and when we last checked you last year, he went through this whole process that said, okay, 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 because this is kind of funny. I like facts with my faith as well, especially when I'm not, when I'm trying to believe in things other than God. So I had asked and he said, it looks like from what I'm hearing that you are going to need new breaks. So this is where the difference is. The, the new guy, I don't have a relationship with yet. I, therefore, there's no allegiance, and therefore, I have limited faith. I have limited faith in what he was telling me that I needed the breaks. I don't have any kind of unfaith. I'm not, not, not believing that he won't do an effective job with the breaks. So, see, my guess before they converted had faith in several things. They had faith, number one, in themselves, they had faith in experts. They had faith in close advisors. But what I found is that relying or having faith in any of these people is fragile because we are all fallible. We have all made decisions that in hindsight, or maybe clear sight, was not a good decision. Experts don't have all the answers. Tammy's proof of that. Your closest advisors might be too close to help you. I've seen that. They have their own agenda, their own goals, and those feelings might alter the advice that won't serve you and maybe will serve them. So faith is also the firm belief in something which there is no proof. There's no proof of it. No proof. It wouldn't be faith if there was proof, if you knew exactly 
what was going to happen step by step in a process. I don't know about you, but sometimes that's what I want. You ever see the movie Bruce Almighty? Where Jim Carrey's character believed that he could do a better job than God? He had so much faith in himself and so much, not any faith, and that God was doing the right job. And he would always say, just give me a sign. (laughs) And that's what we want. Sometimes he's flashing neon signs like this is the right way that we're going. So Tammy is a perfect example of being a convert. She first had faith that her medical conditions would be healed by medical experts. She was doing everything they told her. She was doing everything they told her until she lost faith in them and converted to faith in God for her healing. And when she converted to a new kind of faith, God had an answer to healing her. And then she could go about healing others. God works all things for good. So her skincare products that are all natural, and she believes her formulas are heaven sent. I love this. She's like in a partnership with God. Tammy had so much faith in what she was hearing from God that she invested her life, her savings, her everything into finding an answer for her and to help you. Jay Helene had faith that picking up a camera could turn his life around. Doesn't even make sense. He had faith that the people who were helping him with this decision, that he could support his family doing work that was honorable and legal. How could he see that? How could he see it was possible? Because he's lived a life of supporting himself selling drugs. How could he see it without faith? Star wasn't sure that she could help herself. And when she saw that she could succeed in living free from drugs, she had faith in herself to help others be successful in what was their heart's desire, to be a best-selling author. Without faith, it is impossible to believe that you can be better. Without faith, it's impossible to believe that you can have a purposeful, joyful, productive, impactful life. When all you've experienced is pain and suffering and doing it the wrong way for so long. So I want to ask you a question. What are you putting your faith in? What are you hoping for right now? Have you tried in moving from hoping to seeing? My hope is that this podcast will help you to convert and have a deeper richer and faith-filled life because every one of my guests needed to convert what they were having faith in and when they did that and they turned their faith to someone who is always faithful that was when their life converted And I love these stories. I love faith-filled stories. I love stories of just remarkable superhumans who are heroes because they stepped in and forgave and they converted their faith from believing in themselves, from believing in others, 
for believing that this was the right way when it was the wrong way. And now they have this beautiful life. So next week, I will be speaking on the superpower of resilience. (laughs) So until then, my hope is that you have a blessed and beautiful week and that this faith-filled conversation has given you hope. Thank you so much for pulling into the Hope Station. Wasn't that a great episode? My hope is that this episode brought you hope. Do you want to be a hope giver? I hope so. And how you can do that is to share this podcast, post the episode on social media, write a review or rate the podcast. This helps engagement and boosts the podcast out to other listeners in need of hope. So thank you. Thank you for participating. Thank you for helping. Thank you for being a valued listener. And my hope is that you have a great week.